Hey, what is up? And welcome back to the podcast. Um, another day in the staircase uh, because I have work in a little bit, and you know, I don't have much time. You know, I have about you know loosely about forty to fifty minutes in my hand. I have to record two podcasts, one for this and one for the Jones Room, to kind of build it and indoctrinate that audience uh, and build that movement out. So today I just wanted to step in and make a brief podcast and really touch base with y'all and talk to y'all because it matters to me that I reach out and hear from y'all every day and things like that. And so welcome back to Becoming the Becoming the Boss podcast, formerly known as the Becoming the Character podcast. Um, and today what I just want to talk about is, you know, the symptoms of being a boss. Like how do you know you have boss genetics or boss DNA? Because, I, you know, in my last few months of research, really, everybody just talking to as many people as I can and getting to know their life intimately. Um, I feel in a way that not everybody is, you know, like not everybody, I want to say not everybody's, not everybody is genetically predisposed to being a a boss, you know, which, you know, I'm going to contradict myself in a little bit, but you kind of just got to feel what I'm saying. Like, um, well, not everybody's at a point in their life where, where that's the reality of their situation or who they're going to be. Um, and so I want to talk about that because I talk to a lot of people and I get excited about things and man, like I hate when I talk to people when they have dreams and ideas and aspirations and I just don't think it's a possibility. I mean, there's nothing wrong with not thinking it's a possibility, but they kind of scoff at the idea and they're like, okay, I just want to work a regular job. You know, a lot of people are left brained and you know, it's not necessarily left brained, but they kind of want to just live in a stable position and work a job and that's their ideal life. You know, I feel like some people are that way inherently but some people just think they're that way because they've been beaten down and they've been given up given up uh because of society and you know like for me like because this is about symptoms of being a boss like you know i could never see myself working a job for the rest of my life under someone else you know what satisfies me and what makes me happy and this is what being a boss is all about is bringing something new to people and seeing the joy and discovery on their face you know, when I induct them into this new lifestyle, this new school of thought, this new movement that I am, you know, the founder or, you know, the bringer to them of this movement, you know, like I brought this movement to them, you know, I, I want to, you know, do good work, build something, a movement, a school of thought, a new way to do things, a new, a new way of thinking. And I want to do such good work that people are changed by it, that people are impacted by it, that, that is something I thought of and that people are proud of me because of it. You know, my sense of purpose and my sense of pride and accomplishment comes from when people are satisfied with me or happy with me because I've led them to, you know, the promised land that they didn't think they could get to on their own or they doubted themselves or their ability. You know, like when I'm coaching wrestling and I'm seeing some of these younger dudes come up and be better wrestlers and I come back to the tournaments and they're like, oh, Dallas, man, you know, these moves, like I remember coaching um my brother and his friend peter and you know coming back and peter i think he went all the way to states you know he my brother just said man if he's told him you know the, the the way to move in your stance and take down and he just started winning and like there's nothing that brings me greater joy like being a boss is about being a leader and prioritizing impacting and leading people to somewhere that you think is better just for the sake of seeing the joy and changing their lives and you know and just for the sake of you know the independence the freedom of the purposeness, purposeful, purposeful, the purpose that you feel from that, you know what I mean? If you're a boss, you could, you, you probably hate 
hate, hate going to work every day. Every weekend you're probably devising a plan to get out of there. You hate being broke and not being able to live life on you know your terms and the way that you want to live it. There's a list of places and countries that you want to go, places that you want to see. You know, if you don't feel this way right now, maybe you are a boss, but maybe that part of you is just suppressed by the world and society around you. You know, and that's kind of what I wanted to segue into in this podcast. So man, just last night, man, society around you is not intentional. Sometimes it is intentional, but sometimes it's not. You know, a lot of people are beat down and suppressed by society and they don't think it's possible. You know, they will try to collapse on you. They will try to destroy you. People around you, society, family, friends, strangers, they don't want you to be a boss. They don't want you to fight. They don't want you to be strong. And maybe that's the way you feel, the way you feel right now. Like, a lot of people listening to this podcast don't think they can do it. Or they think it's a long shot or they have all these false beliefs stopping them from doing it. But here's the thing. It's completely possible. You just feel that way because of the environment around you, which is one of the steps to being better, is deleting that environment, never talking to it, never socializing with it. Um, but I was on a phone call last night, and I really forgot how this feels. And I got on the phone call, and I was excited because bosses are excited about life and the things and the purpose that they bring to this world. And I'm talking to a friend, and I'm talking to him about all these things that I want to do. I'm talking about, you know, uh, because this person asked me about, you know, the company that I'm building and, you know, the, the dynamics of it with the Jones room and everything like that. And I'm just excited. I'm telling him, like, the funnel I'm building, how I'm getting traffic, which, by the way, the poster has been posted. And we haven't gotten any results yet, but we're still waiting. I'll check on it today or tomorrow to let y'all know if the poster actually has been ripped down. Either way, there are better ways to get traffic that we're going to discuss. But we're going to touch on that in the next episode, the results of that. But, you know... You know, I'm excited. I'm telling about the funnel and everything. And, you know, tell me if someone has ever said this to you. He's just like, I just don't get it. Like, it just, just doesn't make sense. You know, like, I kept explaining and trying to break it down and trying to get him to make sense. And he's like, I just don't get it. It doesn't make sense. And I'm explaining over and over and over again. He's like, well, I would never do that. You know, it just doesn't appeal to me. Why would anybody do that? You know, trying to question and dismantle. Uh, everything that I believe in that I feel and try to make me feel questioned or doubt and Formerly, I forgot that these conversations used to happen because I moved away from my hometown. I moved away from my home and my family and friends, and I don't really talk to them anymore because of, you know, uh, your environment is important. If, you know, the feeling of feeling beat down and misunderstood and abandoned when people don't understand those things, when they try to crush you and they succeed time and time again, um, I forgot how that felt. Formerly, you know, I was just kind of bad about these conversations. I would leave feeling exhausted and rejected and things like that. And, you know, um, like, my, like my parents and everybody, like they would just get to me and they just question everything. And, you know, uh, at the end of the day, I would just feel like, you know, deflated about the entire scenario and like a piece of me had just been taken away. Um, but this conversation, man, for some reason, I just, you know, I kept, I kept insisting, kept debating and debating and debating and telling them everything about it because my excitement was ceaseless. You know, a lot of the energy, I think, was provided by the chemicals that I put in my body, boss chemicals. You have to know the boss chemicals that make you strong. I have a boss environment. My girlfriend, she wants to be somebody. She feels strong. She wants to be something. You know, I don't hang around people. I don't. People ask me, hey, you want to do this, do this, and do this? No, because I hang around boss people, people who are excited, people who want to do something, or people who are on that path that I see that have potential to do something. People who want to live. They want to live. They don't want to die. Why live life if you want to die? They want to live. And so I'm having this conversation, and, you know, I'm older now. I've been working. I got the right chemicals in my body. I've been working on this, and so I'm just flowing through the conversation because 
I have a new foundation of strength. I have a few new foundation of confidence. Before I would leave deflated and injected, but everything around me, all the variables that make a boss a boss because it's about the brain chemistry, not about money or accomplishments already. You know, they've asked me, oh, have you made a dollar doing this? No. You know, have you got any customers today? No. How's the business thing going? Bad. But I put the chemicals in my body that perks up my mind and makes my selective attention focus on the things that matter, the things that are great, the things that are going well. And I talk about those things. I focus on those things and I feel better because I corrected the chemicals in my brain, uh, not just through what I'm eating, but the way I'm sleeping through my environment, my brain's stronger. Because I put in the hours and worked tirelessly, I feel stronger. You know, and, and it's, it's led me to a place where you know, at the end of the conversation, you know, the person I was talking to kind of just, you know, conceded and was like, oh, well, that's, that's cool, man. Um, and that never happened to me before, you know, but what I realized from the conversation is that it never happened to me before because the environment and all these chemicals that I'm putting into my brain, it made me weak. It made me less of a boss. It made me have doubt and overthink and have anxiety. Whenever somebody questioned me, my heart rate was spot up. But last night, I was cool as a cucumber. Last night, I was certain about the things that mattered to me, certain things about the things that mattered to the world. And because of it, people, uh, they feel your vibe and they, they kind of just concede. They kind of just step back. They kind of just understand like, okay, well, you know, if he's certain about himself, then I guess I'm certain about him. In a conversation, this is one thing Owen Cook taught me. In every conversation, there's a battle, you know. And the person who, quote-unquote, is a pickup term, holds the frame. As in the person who's most absolute, the person who's most certain, the most, most, most sure about themselves, is the person who will lead the movement, the person who will lead society. I remember that's something I didn't really believe in. Like, how is it possible that, you know, because a lot of people listen to this, this podcast, they think, you know, the chemicals in my brain are the way they are. I'm a meek, I'm a timid person. I remember when I was younger, I used to think that. I used to think that confidence, charisma, all these things, being extroverted, talking and socializing and being the, being the guy, being the, being the gal, being the boss, being the leader of a movement, being strong. I used to think those things was genetic. I used to think that you had to be born with suaveness or Genesis Qua Silver. James Bond was an archetype that you were born with. Um, and so I, for a lot, of people, a lot of time, I use that as an excuse to avoid socializing, because particularly going into high school, I'm talking about the past now, you know, I didn't really talk, I wanted a relationship, I didn't really talk to people, you know, I wanted to be the cool person in the friend group, I didn't want to be the person that said something and felt awkward and overthink what I said and the mistakes that I made in conversation over and over again, to the point where I didn't want to have conversations anymore, I didn't want to be that guy anymore, and so despite the fact that I thought it was charisma, I tried to look up cheap tricks and cheap hacks to get around it, instead what I found was Owen Cook, and he taught me like, it's not not genetic it's not charisma it's it's about how you train your body how you train your brain the chemicals that you put into it you know you have to train your body and create a foundation in your body to where when you do something like a, something that you that is good to you like socializing talking to people shooting your shot with a girl good chemicals come for a lot of people they've trained themselves in a way it's like when they do these things bad chemicals come and it's doubt and and all these things and insecurity but if you train your brain appropriately and put the foundation around you, just like last night, good chemicals come. You feel certain and you end up winning people over. So I started watching these videos and I didn't really believe all the way that it was not genetic. I believe that it was genetic still. But I started watching these videos and, you know, and, and taking just doing what he said, taking up the exercises and everything. And, you know, by my senior year, which it didn't really take to my senior year, but, you know, a few months down the line, really, I was a different person. 
a few months, like, like things just started to click for me because the foundations in me were different. The chemicals in me were different. I trained myself that when I do something good, good chemicals come. I feel happy about it. I don't overthink. I don't question it. I don't feel weak. And I started to grow my friend group. I started talking to people. I started being like a cooler guy, you know, maybe not the coolest guy, but a cool guy, a suave guy, you know. And by my senior year, because I had corrected the chemicals in my brain, I remember seeing, you know, the girl across the hallway and for the first time, instead of overthinking, instead of thinking, like my brain just went quiet and I just walked over and the words and the conversation started to flow and I felt strong, you know. And many times, even after that point throughout the year, that girl became my girlfriend. We just celebrated six years a few months ago. By the way, my high school sweetheart, um, I made it. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I, I don't feel like, like I accept myself. You know what I mean? I accept everything that is me. I'm aligned with me. And just accepting myself and building the foundations to be the person that accepts themselves. Everything, everybody in the world around me, she and everybody around the world accepts me. I remember there was a point after that me and my friends were at the beach and I've never done anything like this but we just approached a group of people and started talking to them and we were just walking down the beach and I felt like I was glowing like right now because the way I'm I'm taking care of my life and my body and my mind I feel like I'm glowing I felt like I was glowing and they were literally just following me and my friends down the beach you know we were the leaders wherever we went they went whatever we said they said like we were the leaders and the bosses of the movement because we built the foundations and the chemical state in our brains and our bodies to be bosses and everything that went wrong our attention just focused on the good instead of the bad because we trained it to feel and selectively focus on good things and the point i'm making here is you know everybody around you it's not that they inherently don't believe in you a lot of them will try to destroy you but it's like sharks they have to smell blood in order first you have to train yourself to be strong you have to train yourself to be invincible and when you don't bleed they'll come and smell for the blood and when it's not there they'll just go away you know it's not, and this is why I say I'm contradicting myself because, you know, I honestly don't know from where it comes, but for a lot of us, you know, we say, you know, the way I feel, maybe it's clinically depressed or clinically anxious, meek and timid and all these things. I'm not a boss. Bosses and people like people who are cool and suave, it's, it's a genetic state that they were born with. Um, how could you know? If you never experimented, how could you know if no one ever taught you the right way to feel good about the things that you were supposed to feel good about? Like actually going outside and meeting people and, and creating movements and creating, you know, success and, and, you know, financial success from, you know, the people that you meet and the movements that they build and, and from helping people. How could you know if you never, the only teaching that you had since you were a kid, and these are the same people that are going after you and trying to destroy you every single day. The only teachers you had since you were a kid were from, from, from people who destroyed themselves. People who never made more than a million a year or a hundred thousand per year. Parents and friends that were burned out from divorces and divorced parents and broken relationships and broken promises. People who never made it, people who were never bosses. That's the only education you had. So how could you know definitively that it's a genetic thing if you've been using the guide of people who aren't genetically broken, but who are broken by the environment and their chemicals and everything that they put in. How would you know? You know, now I can't, I'm not a doctor. I can't certify that this is not a genetic state. I just believe strongly from, from my case and the evidence of my life that this is not a genetic thing, you know? So the point I'm making in this podcast, and you might feel it to some degree. You probably don't know what you want to be, what purpose that you want to bring to this world, that you want to be the flag that people follow. You don't know. 
But you know that these circumstances you're living around right now, they cause you pain, they cause you distress, you feel lost. It's not it. The girl of your dreams, she's walked away or you never had the courage to speak to her. The career of your dreams, you don't want to pursue, you're scared to pursue it. But you do know that what is happening right now is causing pain and it's not right. You know that the family and the friends around you, they're destroying you, they're causing pain, it's not right. And all these things can be different based off how you treat yourself, the world will respond to you and be magnetized and captivated by you and your presence and it'll follow you to the ends of the earth. As soon as you begin to treat yourself different, don't let the world destroy you. I know this situation is hard because it's the people that you care about, but still, it is us versus them. Still, it is just you, it is just me, and it is them. And we are different teams. You gotta understand that. Because they, they have to fix themselves. But part of them fixing themselves is you fixing yourself. And therefore, they'll fix the way they respond to you. Okay? Which I think that's going to be something else we release. You know, the tactics and strategies. That's something actually we cover on the summit. The tactics and strategies that you need to employ when it comes to, you know, your environment, your family and friends. How to make the best relationships and inspire those people to become better. So that you have an entire environment that's functioning and clicking alongside you. But a lot of it starts with you. Like Owen Cook said, you know, it's like a pickup. Some guy can use a pickup line and then it won't work. But the moment he feels and believes in himself, because people are looking for you to determine how they should react. Whoever's the most certain wins the social interaction, you know, whether it's your boss, whether it's you. Leaders, the thing they have is absolute certainty. You can read the Expert Secrets book from one of the greatest marketers of all time, Russell Brunson, billion dollar company, mass, mass, one of the most successful followers on the internet. Absolute certainty is one of the traits of what he calls the attractive character of the leader. Because people, like they, they're naturally inclined. Um, it's like a quote, the mass of men are quietly begging to be, be led or something like that. People will look to you for certainty. And if you don't have it, they'll look elsewhere or they'll turn to themselves or they'll be chaotic and go into disarray. You go and you use the same pickup line on the same person twice, but the second time you're absolutely certain. They'll look to you to determine what it is that they should do. And that's why someone that's uglier than you, somebody that's, you know, less rich than you, somebody with a worse background, a worse family, can be more of a boss than you, can be successful in ways that you want to be more than you because they're certain about who they are. And being in the casino is prepared me for that, man. Like for the last few months, being in all these social interactions, you know, making mistakes because it's so loud in there and saying the wrong thing and being weird, it's brought me to a place of acceptance. Immersing yourself in an environment is part of it. It brought me to a place of acceptance. And I just feel bulletproof and impenetrable and strong. And my diet's helping me. Like, everybody should feel that way. And so, don't let the enemy destroy you. Don't let these people steal and chase your dreams. Turn inward and work on yourself and get stronger. Become absolutely certain. Because you are who you are. And the world will provide for you what you deserve the moment you realize and the moment you take it seriously. And that's all I really have to say in this episode, man. Be you. Be you. You have permission to be you. Here's the thing I have to say. I know this is like wildly motivational and inspirational and less tactical, but we have the tactics. I don't have the time to get into the tactics today, but there's many episodes that are for free on the podcast that are tactical and for free on the summit where I asked, you know, what I'm talking about this episode, I asked the leaders in the world that are the best at this, how they do it. How, what are the tactics and strategies that made them the biggest bosses on the planet? You know, bosses that you can't find their interviews, no one knows about them, like, I asked them, how do they do it? You know, if they were nobody, they were scared and timid and shattered today and broke, 
how would they go from zero to hero in 30 days flat? What are the tactics and strategies they will employ? And now you have this information for free. You can literally access this information to what they said for free. Now, the summit is not available yet, but you can still register for the summit while it's still free at www.becomingthecharacter.com. You can go down in the description below. www.becomingthecharacter.com is right there. You can just click it. All you need is your email address, and you can register for free. And when the time comes and, it's in, and the summit actually goes live, we'll go and listen to some of these speakers who are pure live. You can break, we'll break down the interviews and the tactics and strategies that you can use to become a strong person, to become a boss, because that is who you really are inside. Okay, um, that's really all I have to say in this podcast episode. Again, because I'm running like a chicken with his head cut off, the Becoming the Character Summit funnel, the website that you go to, I don't know if it's finished yet. I honestly don't know, but I know you can sign up right now. I visited last night. Um, you know, and I have the confidence to say that I, it doesn't matter that it's not finished. That's okay. You know, that's all right. The video is not perfect. I walked out on the beach and I held a poster that says, you know, take me down and get paid as a wrestling challenge. And no one took it. And I posted it online anyway. It doesn't matter. I posted in the middle of the night, uh, a, a poster, uh, from, you know, for to get people in the Jones room challenge and no one's clicked yet. And that's okay. You know, I'm not shy or timid about who I am. I'm aligned with who I am. I feel strong in who I am. And people will believe and follow me, therefore. And you're the same way. Because genetically, you were built, you were born to be a boss. You might not know it, but you were. And that's all I have to say today. This is Dallas Prater from Becoming the Character. And I'll see you in the next episode. Go on and take the challenge. Go on, go, you know, go to the summit, becomingthecharacter.com. I hope to see you over there and I hope to change your life. I hope you decide to take action and really upgrade who you are because you can do it. So, without further ado, peace out. Break, subscribe to this podcast. Subscribe to this podcast. Follow along with us. You know, keep up with the story. Learn more about what it is that I'm talking about. It might be the difference between when your golden moment, your opportunity appears, missing out and taking action and winning and living life as a winner. The golden years of your life might come from this, from 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 what you learn here. So. I'm rambling now, so peace out. This is Dallas Brader, and this is Becoming the Boss Podcast, formerly known as Becoming the Character Podcast. Peace out.